And here we are, is a podcast for professionals, believers, and genuine people looking for genuine conversation. My name is Kia Harris Sagren, and I'm your host. I'll be sharing information about nonprofits, faith, business, entrepreneurship, life, and much more. I'm so excited for you to be joining me. What does pride keep you from? Does it keep you from freedom? Does it keep you from growth? Today's episode is to challenge you, and I know the title of this episode absolutely captured your attention. And in fact, there's going to be a series of episodes related to what's the real issue here. Insecurity is something that has tried to capture us all, and for a lot of us also, it has captured us. And I want to make sure that we are tackling insecurity so we are more secure in who we are more confident in who we are as well so i want to start this series so that we can reflect we can reflect on the negative feelings that come from not making sound observations about habits and mindsets that lead to outcomes and do not benefit us and others insecurity has been something that i experienced quite a bit in elementary school, high school, college. And the insecurity was there because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know that I had value. I didn't know that I was designed a certain way specifically and on purpose. I thought that I needed to be another type of person. I needed to be like everyone else. I needed to downplay who I am in order to be successful, I thought that having friends was the highlight that I had to forego my true personality and who I was. I thought that being quiet was an issue. And I reflect back and I look at it, it was an issue because it was an issue for others. I was taking what people thought about being quiet and making it my issue when it was essentially their issue. People who are quiet, often it makes other people uncomfortable. And so I thought me making other people uncomfortable was an issue and I needed to change it. And that meant that I had to downplay who I was. So a lot of what this series is reflecting on, the things that are connecting to the negative characteristics that we have, the real issue with certain things is there. And so we have to reflect and make that distinction and draw the line as to where is this coming from? What is the root of what this is? And if we have this ability to do that reflecting, we'll realize our lives will be transformed. We will be more of the leaders we're called to be. We will have the things that we'd like to have because we just reflect and not dwell on the things that are keeping us back. Often the things that keep us back is our mental state, our mindset. So let's shift our mindsets and make sure that we are observing the things and the habits that are hindering us. And let's make sure that we are in reflection mode and really saying, what is the real issue here? So. It is not common that people will take ownership of being insecure, let alone say it. So 
it's not that in a situation, let's have an example. You are in a friendship and that friend is insecure, but the visual or the things that you observe are sharing that, that individual is insecure. However, they're not going to directly say it. So let's give an example. There is a friendship that you have and you often find that this person is making striking remarks in regards to the statements you make about your success. So let's say you say, yeah, I'm so excited. We're going to be buying our first home soon. And so this individual says something like, oh, well, finally, finally, you're able to do that. That is a level of insecurity that is expressed verbally, but you have to be able to pinpoint, well, that statement was said because of insecurity, but also on the other side, not just observing the things that others are saying, but observing what your reaction is. Are you the person who is making those snarking remarks or are you the person that is downplaying someone else's successes? So we have to realize that as well. And especially as a leader, you want to make sure that you're being honest with your pitfalls, honest with the spaces in which you need to grow, because we're always evolving as leaders. And it's not that you have arrived and you are just going to be perfect for the rest of your life. None of us are perfect. And so we want to make sure that we are having those ability to say, hey, I need to grow in this. So I want to share with you some areas I was insecure in the past, and so we can reflect together on the impacts of insecurity. So I already shared that being younger, I was very shy and reserved, and I thought I needed to be somebody else. And then it made me get out of character because I was trying to be someone else. I was trying to appease and please others. I wanted to make sure that they were satisfied but then I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't happy with who I am, who I was. I was not really walking out that process of owning who I was. And it can be a process. It can be a process of owning who you are, making sure that you are not dwelling on the past. When the last episode, we talked about that, but also making sure that you know exactly why you have been designed the way you've been designed. And it's okay that you look that way. It's okay that your voice sounds a certain way. It's okay that you walk a certain way. These were all strategically designed by your maker in order for you to be that distinct person. Even our fingerprints are different. The way in which we look, our facial features are different. And you want to make sure that you are confident in that. Look in the mirror and say, I am a valuable person. I am a beautiful person. I'm a handsome man. I can do these things. I am going to be successful. So that word talk, that self-talk is going to help you in the process of your development leader. And then when it came to business, I really want to share this because I feel that it's often that I need to compete in business and I'm competing against the next company that does this. I'm competing for clients. And that is just the wrong way of thinking when it comes to business. In fact, it's going to lead to your burnout. It's going to lead to even more insecurity. And you're going to think production means that I'm going to be successful. If I overproduce, that means success. If I make all these cold calls, that means success. And it does not. It does not mean success. You need to determine as a business owner, 
as an entrepreneur, what does success look like to me? Because the worldly success looks a certain way. The worldly success means revenue is how you get in your funding. Revenue is your success. We brought in $1 million this year, but your success may be different. It may be that you have finally been able to organize things and make things flow. And success may mean that you finally were able to hire a contractor to help you with the things that you no longer have the time to do. Success may mean that you are impacting nonprofits. So I am a nonprofit strategist and educator and I work with nonprofits. So my success is seeing my clients successful and them serving more people and impacting their communities. So you have to decide what your success looks like. So in the beginning stages of my business, I was feeling like others would not see my value when I showed up in a space and I felt that I was competing to be seen for my value. And so on Clubhouse, in rooms, and being in the same space as other nonprofit professionals and being insecure. And I'm just being honest, I was insecure years ago when I started my business and I was thinking about, well, this person is is saying this, let me try to say something in addition to that so people can see my value as well. Had I not reflected and pulled out what is the real issue here, I would have still been going about that and functioning and my business functioning in a place of insecurity versus now my business functions in a pace of confidence. And how does it do that? Based on the value that we put out there, based on us not believing that we have to overproduce in order for us to get clients. We know that the business is value and what we have to offer is valuable. So we push it out there and whomever sees the value, wants to connect, wants to partner, then they will reach out to us. But we are not a business that does code calling and throwing all this bait out there, hoping people will catch it. We throw our bait that we throw out is our value in a sense. And then the fish or the clients can decide if they want to connect with us. It's a choice and it's not like an obligation. We're going to be in your inbox every day. So this is just something that we decide to do as a business that Eclectivate decides to do as a business to make sure that we're not getting out off track and trying to do things that are not within our value points. So let's consider this. There are millions of people, billions of people in the world. And then if we narrow down to the U.S., there are millions, 300 plus millions of people in the U.S. And then if we narrow it even further down to the industry you're in, so if you're in healthcare, if you're in beauty, if you're in nonprofit tech, then from there, there is that set of millions. And then if you narrow it down to your state, then it can be millions or it can be the thousands. Keeping that in mind, you realize how many people are in this world, how many people are looking for products or services or programs. Then you realize I'm not competing with anyone because my target group my select group of people that are designed to work with us, to purchase our products, to consume what we have to offer, those people 
are there. It's just that now I need to go and find them and reach them. And in fact, it's that those individuals will find you and connect with your business or connect with you in order to purchase your products. So keeping that in mind, that can also be another level of confidence that you have in your business that the clients will find us, but that we know that we have the ability to serve those select group of people that are designed specifically to us. And you're designed for them. You are designed for the people you will be working with. And what I like to do with my business and my nonprofit is to call in the things that I do not see. I'm so glad that my business has the ability to teach hundreds of nonprofit leaders each year. I'm so glad that I, when I push things out, it's those people who are selected and designed to work with us will have the opportunity to work with us. So you want to make sure that your language matches up with what you want to see. And just because you may have zero in your bank account or you are not seeing the sales when you just launch something, I want you to keep being consistent and pushing that information out there. Those who are designed to purchase, to sign up, to join your program are there. It's just that the consistency will lead to your success. So other areas that I was insecure in and something that the enemy was trying to get in my mind space is ministry. And enemy was saying, well, you're nobody. You're a nobody. Like no one's going to sign up. No one's going to listen to you. That is a lie. So when you have those thoughts, you have to notice that it's a lie and you'll have to physically want to say that I do not accept that. I don't accept that that's a lie. I've already moved on. That is in the past. That doesn't apply to me. If you have this mindset, you realize just how valuable you are. You'll continue to see how valuable you are and no one will be able to convince you that you're not valuable because you continue walking in this way and your mind matches up with it as well and your thoughts do as well. So I am somebody. I am somebody. And it's not that I am someone who's perfect. It's not that I'm someone who should be in front of everyone, but I know what my value is because the designer, the maker of me gave me that value and I stand on that. So if the goal is to bring people to Christ in your ministry, so we kind of shifted from leadership, business, now to ministry. If the goal is to bring people to the body of Christ and you want to make sure that you are doing that and it's not a competitive thing. How many people are you reaching? How many followers do you have? Those are trivial things to think about and consider when it comes to the overall picture of what ministry is designed to do. So you want to make sure that that's the focus and it's not becoming about you versus what the role of ministry is. So let's apply that to other areas. If we make everything, every pursuit about ourselves, it brings the focus off of the purpose. So the purpose should be to help someone else, to train leaders, to, to give, to give to others. So if the purpose is on you, then it becomes about you and your insecurities and your, your things and, and, and what you're trying to raise yourself up to be seen as versus this is the purpose. These classes are designed to help these nonprofits. These workshops are designed to help these businesses. These products are designed to edify when someone puts them on. It's designed to 
really take their skincare to a next level. And you fill in the blank for whatever your business offers, because again, it goes back to connecting it to that purpose, to that goal, and not making it all about you and and what you offer. You are the conduit. You are the vessel in which the thing is to be laid out to the world and presented to the world. And so having a mindset and the characteristic of humility that I am honored to be able to do this. I'm honored to be able to teach these classes. I'm honored to be able to create these products that are divinely created. And I'm honored to be able to serve in this capacity. So when you have moments of insecurity, I encourage you to ask yourself a few questions. What's the real issue here? Why am I reacting in this way? Why has my attitude changed? Why is it that when I get around this person, I feel a certain way? Why is it that I feel a bit frustrated? What is the real issue here? If we have this question that continues to resonate when an issue occurs, when something comes up, when something makes us uncomfortable, we'll realize that I can be better if I take time to reflect. Is it because I'm not confident? If I am not skilled in something, I can enhance my skills. If I need to learn about something, how about I challenge myself to learn further, to learn more things? If I need to grow, how can I grow? Do I need a mentor? Do I need someone who's accountability partner? Do I need to, to just reflect even further? Is it because you lack self-love and acceptance? Accepting yourself is a process. I talked about elementary, high school, college. I would say that it wasn't until college I started to accept myself because I thought a variety of things, being an African-American woman, that I needed to be of another race. I thought that I needed to do certain things like other people. Again, going back to the success, I thought that success meant numbers and how much money I made and all those other things. So you want to make sure that you are constantly finding a, a way to accept yourself, learning to love yourself and not just criticizing yourself every chance you get. We can be our worst critics constantly picking at ourselves, but give yourself grace. And I will always say this, give yourself grace for the things that you are doing. It's You're not going for perfection. You're looking to be someone who is of value and of good character. And because of that, that means you're going to have different things you need to work on constantly because you are aiming to grow. And if you take offense of certain things that are said by people, certain things that they do, you want to make sure that you address it professionally. But also, again, what is the real issue? Why am I offended? Is it because I didn't realize that I had this flaw, they brought it to my attention, this makes me uncomfortable? Or is it because at that point you have a chance to pivot and to grow, but now that thing that that person brought up means you have to be thrusted into that growth period and so that makes you uncomfortable. So just really thinking about how can I help with this offense? And it may be that you just need to ask for clarification. Someone made a statement and you were offended and so ask for clarification. You mentioned this and kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I just want to ask exactly what you meant. Not making assumptions. You want to ask before making assumptions. 
what did you mean by that? Especially in, in texting and, and emailing, what did you mean? Help me understand. And if you are offended and you are rightfully so offended, talking to that person about why they offended you and expressing it and following up with the questions that you have or expressing exactly how it offended you, how it made you feel. I've learned in leadership, honesty is the best tool. Being honest with people. It's okay to be honest with people. In fact, it's a something that's becoming rare, unfortunately, that not everyone is going to be honest with you. So you be the honest leader and say directly what the issue is, especially when making separation of relationships or, or contracts or certain things. Bring it to that person's attention. Help them grow. And it's not that you're pinpointing and, and this, this and that. You come from a professional place, a place of love, but you're sharing directly what the issue is. I have learned how being direct gets the reaction that you were looking for as far as respect from others, but also trust. Being direct can really help with the trust aspect, especially when you're having a team. And so you want to make sure that it's there. So another thing, if you feel incapable, don't listen to what other people are saying in the things of the past. You want to make sure that you are confident in what you are able to produce. And then the lack of self-value, making sure you're continuously finding ways to value yourself. So I invite you to connect on my email list, join my online community in that capacity, share this podcast episode with another leader just like you. So excited that you're able to join me and to be able to present some visuals for you. Do subscribe, stay connected, and we will chat soon.